0: You have to finish uh, what you start or you're not going to have happy clients.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Life of a Founder. My name is Matthew Sumter and today I'm here with Mark McKelvey, the founder of Stacked Analytics. Before we get into some of your history and the business that you're currently running, what is one piece of advice that you would give someone that was interested in starting their own business?
0: Figure out what that business is and uh, get specific with it. Um, I've started a few businesses where I wasn't very, I didn't have like a specific roadmap, which made me kind of oscillate and uh, not get to uh, profitability very quickly. I ended up going a lot of different directions. So uh, narrow your focus to start.
1: All right, thank you. Great piece of advice. Why don't you go ahead and tell me a little bit about your history and the current business that you're running? Sure. Uh,
0: My history is I started in the military doing analytics. Uh, I did that for nine years actively uh, as an active duty enlisted member. During that time, I got a degree in computer science. I got out and started working for the Army as a contractor and uh, then as a government employee doing operations research and worked on a master's degree in operations research then. One of the SES, so like the general level civilian in charge, uh, started talking about data science and big data and he got me really excited. So I went and found a job as a data scientist in, uh, in the business world. So I left the military space and to uh, the business space. At that time, I also had a little side company where I was using some of my computer science skills to help small businesses like a plumbing company or something like that that needed technical support. Uh, worked in industry building uh, an application uh, over six years that that uh, is, you know, a successful web application that it's like a analytics platform. It often annoyed me that I didn't own the thing that I was working on. Uh, so, you know, I still worked on the side from time to time for companies. And I really wanted to get to a place where everything that, that I had some ownership of everything that I'm working on, you know, just for the long-term benefits of that. And the, it changes your motivation a bit in when you're not working for a salary, but you're working to build something that that's yours.
1: Yeah, that's completely understandable that you wanted to go out and start something on your own. At what age was it that you started to think that way about your business?
0: Uh, That's a great question, and I don't really remember the answer to, uh, but I mean, I started doing side work around 2012, so I was probably, well, I was 30 years old at that time. I guess I never got to the point where I, I said... I started working as an entrepreneur. <laughs> so I said I started to get interested in it. Um, and that was about, and I was doing it on the side. Um, but in in March of 2020 is where I quit full-time work, went to consulting through, through myself, uh, through a company called Ops Discovery, which still exists. And then um, later that year formed Stacked Analytics with my partners and, Have been doing analytics work under that brand uh, since.
1: Okay. Tell me a little bit about that business, Stacked Analytics. How is it structured and what kind of work do you do?
0: Sure. Uh, Stacked, it's a partnership. You kind of might think like an attorney's office or an accounting firm where you have partners, uh, but we're analytics professionals. Each of the partners kind of operates their whole business. So from Sales through delivery, the partner is responsible for that. Whereas in, like, maybe a more typical company, you would have a sales department, and uh, those roles would be more separated. And then, you know, we share uh, resources, we share back end stuff between the partners, and uh, we share our knowledge. We work together when it makes sense for the project, but we're a consulting firm. So I go in and I help companies build analytics stacks. So maybe you need to predict how many sales you're going to have next month to improve your manufacturing purchases or or whatever. I'm struggling for an example here. But anyways, bringing together a bunch of data uh, that answers questions for the business. And then I also build decisioning systems. So this is where the computer is making some decision based on data in real time and then taking action without the involvement of person necessarily.
1: Okay, yeah, that's awesome. And you said there are eight partners in the company, is that correct?
0: Eight partners, yeah.
1: Okay, so within your unit of the business, do you do a lot of the work yourself, hands-on, or do you work with subcontractors?
0: Yeah, I do I do pieces of the work myself. Uh, my preference is to do the sales and the solution design. And when I'm working with new technology, uh, so like large language models have become a big part of what I'm working on, like ChatGPT or whatever, I I tend to do that work myself until I'm really uh, comfortable with it and uh, I can then start to hand off that work to contractors. I don't use, I don't have any full-time employees. I have a number of contractors that are kind of specialists, so I like to work with the smartest people that I can find. So that's why I think hiring contractors to specialize in the different pieces and parts of what I'm working on, it works really well when you're in this kind of high-tech field.
1: So when it came to funding the business, did you take any financing or did you bootstrap it or how did you get started with that?
0: There's no financing of the company. I suppose you could say it's bootstrapped. When we started Stacked Analytics, Uh, Each of the partners had their own practice, you know, independent consulting practice. So there's not a whole lot of need for a bunch of funding up front when we all had operating businesses and we rolled some of our existing book of business in together. It's kind of a neat way that we operate where most of the revenue that I drive, that I bring into Stacked Analytics comes right back to me. Uh, and that's true for all the partners. We set aside some money to run the company, run marketing efforts, and you know, kind of the the shared services uh, in that way. So, so the profit from my work is mine after I pay out uh, the consultants that that I work with and cover the back office stuff for for Stacked Analytics.
1: So what is the range of the size of project that you would work on financially? What would be a small project and what would be a large project for you?
0: Yeah, I like working with small to medium-sized companies uh, that don't have a lot of bureaucracy uh, because I like to go fast and really see the impact of, of the work that I have. And I've found that to be difficult in very large companies. So that means... For some clients, the project might be $10,000. Uh, and for other clients, it could be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, it kind of depends on the the size of the, the system that we're building.
1: So when did you start Stacked Analytics again?
0: Well, yeah, 2020.
1: So what is the trajectory of your income from this business? Has it been going up year over year?
0: Yeah, so as a company, we're definitely growing uh, year over year uh, since since we started. We're doing that you know two ways. Each individual partner is contributing and then we're bringing on new partners and both of those drive our our revenue higher. Personally, since becoming self-employed, you might say, uh, my my income in- increased, kind of immediately after becoming self-employed, But then it's remained somewhat steady since then.
1: You mentioned funding some marketing on the organizational level, but how are you getting the jobs day-to-day? Are you out there cold calling? Is it word of mouth? What's bringing the customers in?
0: All my business has been through referrals or my personal network. I think that there is a great need for the skill sets that me and my team have and we do good work. So, you know, the the people that we've worked with tell their friends and that gets us new, new business. Uh, I really like talking to people and, um, I'm, I'm business minded. So, you know, I meet people at at the airport and that might turn into a a business opportunity for me.
1: Have there been any struggles or roadblocks in the beginning that kept you from growing and kind of held you back when you were starting your business?
0: So starting out was, I mean, the biggest thing that held me back from starting was fear. You know, I, I was afraid to leave the comforts of uh, full-time employment. And my wife uh, was kind of key in getting me over that, that lack of confidence. And, and uh, I'm very thankful to, to her for that. I'm kind of at a point right now where I, I'm, I'm somewhat comfortable in the way the business is, is operating right now. So I haven't done a lot to grow past that. So I'm kind of at a blocker right now. Like I am tapped out on, on time uh, to really make the company take it, you know, 10 exit or something like that. You know, I'll have incremental growth, but no exponential growth unless I start hiring people and and taking a lot of the things that I do from day to day and, you know, handing those over to someone else. So I'm at a plateau, I would say, in the company. And uh, I have to, if I do decide that I want to grow, I think I do, I have to, uh, you know, kind of get over owning everything myself. And and, um, I mean, owning the work, uh, not owning the company.
1: That's been one consistent thing that I've come across with the founders that I've interviewed so far. That although they don't want to give up that work, give up those functions, it's when they do that that's when the company really starts to grow. Yeah. You just have to be able to get the right people into those positions.
0: Yeah. And there's some concern there. Like if I bring somebody on full time, I feel like I owe it to them to keep them employed for some length of time. Uh, So I want to be very confident that that by hiring somebody, uh, I can I can do that. So there's a little bit of fear about that.
1: Whether you have them or not, what are some of the skills and traits that you think an entrepreneur needs to be successful starting a business?
0: When I read this question earlier, the thing that popped into my mind was grit. You're, you have to finish uh, what you start or you're not going to have happy clients. Uh, you're not going to complete the things you set out to do as a business. So the grit comes to mind. Like even when it's hard or you can't figure something out, um, you, you have to keep, keep working at it. You're not going to have a successful business if you give up on any particular project. The, the other thing that I think is important or that has been very important for me is what I mentioned earlier, that, that I like talking to people. I like, I'm interested in what I do and I enjoy discussing it with people. And I think that has resulted in a lot of business for me.
1: Well, in your business, obviously software and services are vital, but is there anything specifically that you use that you've found to be critical in the development of your company?
0: Uh, things I use, like as far as services, like LinkedIn, I think is, is big for me, marketing and meeting people. Slack is hugely important. My teams are distributed across the country and around the world, and so are some of my clients. Uh, so Slack is a great community tool in my mind uh, I like to use a tool called asana for project and task management I owe my career to the open source movement and you know the researchers and um, benevolent people who have developed all these software packages you know I write a lot of code in Python and you can you can pull together packages to do just about anything without a whole lot of In depth knowledge of, you know, like uh, if you're building predictive models, you don't have to understand matrix multiplication nowadays to build a forecast model. Um, So, yeah, the people that have built all those have made it possible to deliver the things that I do for a lot less investment by my clients.
1: Yeah, we are kind of living in a great era for developers where almost everything that you want to do has probably already been developed. You just have to figure out the way to put it together. Yeah. What other kind of business ideas have you come up with that you either haven't had time to pursue or maybe would consider later in life, you know, after retirement, something that you would delve into a little more?
0: Well, I think I would go a completely... So once I've achieved financial freedom, I have a... I have a design on what that means for me and my family. I'm going to spend a lot of time traveling. And then from there, like I would go a completely different direction. I think I would maybe think about teaching at a community college or having a little farm and uh, growing food for people, something like that.
1: Ah, very nice. And whenever you're not working, what are some of the kind of leisure activities or things that you enjoy doing outside of work with your friends, family, that sort of thing?
0: My life is pretty full with with my family. Uh, we we have five kids together, and four of them are still in the house, and they're all involved with sports uh, and you know band and, and other activities. So I'm involved with that in the evenings, and then in the mornings, I like to exercise. I like to mountain bike. I like to uh, work out with my friends at F3. I love to travel. Uh, my wife and I are learning to sail so we spend a lot of time going to uh, beach destinations and getting on sailboats and
1: Very nice. Yeah, that's the dream that is. Do you have any mentors or other people who kind of guided you along the way as you were starting your business, whether that was professionally or personally?
0: Yeah, I think uh, my partners at Stacked Analytics are very helpful in that respect. And then a friend of mine, his name is Zach Pike. We went to high school together and then we worked together. And now we're both consulting and building businesses. Uh, So we meet uh, about quarterly and go through our goals and and what we're doing with business and kind of get a gut check from one another on, on how to go. My wife is... Is a great mentor to me. She she teaches me a lot. Uh, she's also in the tech space, so she brings a lot of like really good ideas about how to structure the business and and what's working for her and her organization, things like that.
1: And what are you reading or listening to right now?
0: Ah, uh, Lex Friedman's podcast. He talks to some of the smartest people in the world. I think so. I'm really just hooked on gathering all the ideas that are being tossed around so that's what i'm listening to and what i'm reading right now i'm reading the like the shogun series by james Clavell, and it's a historical fiction it's really it's fun
1: all right very cool thanks for that are you ready for a few rapid fire questions now just say the first thing that comes to your mind okay text call or email
0: depends on who it is uh, <laughs> text
1: text okay favorite day of the week sunday fill in the blank taylor swift is blank a singer wow that's the only opinion you have of taylor
0: <laughs> i'm not really too interested in in that sort of thing.
1: what is the last band or song that you listened to how the heck am i supposed to know i know you listen to a lot of music
0: exactly i listen to a lot of music live the last uh, music i went to live was the avat brothers
1: is it wrong for vegetarians to eat animal crackers (laughs) no well thank you for stopping by and answering my questions how can our listeners find out more about your business
0: yeah i'm on linkedin mark mckelvey Uh, stacked is our website we're just you know Contact Matthew and he can pass along my email address. (laughs) There you go.
1: All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. Is there anything else that you wanted to share with our listeners? Uh, Nothing comes to mind. All right. Thanks again. Thanks for tuning in to Life of a Founder. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. And if you have any friends or family
0: members who would enjoy the show, please share the link with them. We truly believe that small businesses are the lifeblood of our communities. So we encourage you to take that first step and start your journey toward business ownership.
1: Hey everyone, I just wanted to take this opportunity to personally thank you for listening and sharing my show with others. If that's all you ever do, that's perfectly fine. You may have noticed that we don't currently have advertising on our shows, and as of now, I haven't made a penny for the hours I've poured into the show. So if you'd like to do more to support this show, you can visit the website at lifeofafounder.com support, where there are a few opportunities to support me. Once again, thanks for listening.